The Link is a platform that supports and connects with creatives in Kansas City. I like to talk to people about why they create and the ways in which they create things, all in order to grow the community and feel less like a city and more like a collective. Excelsior! This week's episode, we're featuring a talented rapper and creative that is taking over the Midwest with her unique sound, style, and personality. Let's get into it. everyone thanks for joining the link podcast today i've got soul food suede and i'll let her kind of explain what she does yo uh well soul food suede and i do it all um i rap sing produce everything just you know pure art it's pure art yeah so what made you what made you want to get into rap specifically? Um, I actually started as a poet. I uh, wrote a lot of poetry, and um, in middle school, my brother, my brother's a rapper, and uh, he he's way older than me. And I would like go to the studio with him, and just watch him and his friends like freestyle. And my brother would always be like, "My sister can write too," because like I was already a poet, so I'm good at like rhyming. And so he would be like, come like freestyle something real quick and show them that you can rap. And like, then I was like, oh, I guess if, if this is rapping, I guess. <laughs> so I just kind of like started rapping, I guess. Yeah, what were like some of the, what were some of the differences between like you writing poetry and then having to get into rap? Was there like kind of a struggle between like realizing those differences or did it seem like it just like clicked easily? Um, Like as a poet, you don't have a beat, you make the beat, there's no music. But rapping is like some, like a lot of my raps, my earlier raps were just poems I wrote that happened to rhyme. But it was kind of my advantage because now as a rapper, like I don't have to rhyme and I, it probably makes me colder than, like it makes me colder. Like, cause it sound right, I don't have to rhyme, but like, yeah, like pretty much being a poet, you just don't have to rap to a beat, but you still like rapping, you still rhyming, and it helps. It definitely helped me way more as a rapper though, cause I can, the, like the concepts I have from poetry, bringing that into rap, is just like dope. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it gives you a different kind of cadence. It makes you think about language um, in a slightly different way. So when did you when did you start like being like okay I need to I need to for real start pursuing this as as a career as a passion? Um, <clears throat> my freshman year, no, my sophomore year of high school. Um, so I went to Lincoln, uh, and they the sophomores basically run the Black History Month program. And I was already a poet. Everybody knows a poet. I would, like, play around and freestyle with some of the people at school and stuff. But the sophomores ran the Black History Month program. And, like, I really didn't want to do nothing. Like, I'm kind of anti-social. I didn't want to do anything. And everyone knew that I was good at music. So they were like, why don't you, like, do, like, I don't know. Like, I was in history class. It was for our history class, too. And I was like, okay, bet I'm a um, we gonna do a like musical type thing. So I actually um, 
I like just wrote this like short rap to uh, FDT that uh, what is it YG like about Donald Trump and I <laughs> rapped it in front of like I actually rapped it rapped the rap about Donald Trump in front of like the entire school and I just got the whole school just like F Donald Trump it was crazy and then I was like dang I might uh I might be on to something like it was cool it was my first time ever like being on some like real stage stuff but um yeah I was like I kind of like writing raps and then I actually went to like during that summer the following summer I went to this like open mic um in Westport and uh, uh, this girl, there's this girl, Yana, you might know, it's like Superflower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Superflower. I was there and I had poetry, but I was like, man, I want to like put some music to it this time. And she was like, do it. And so literally that was my first time ever doing my like poetry as a rap in front of people. And I did it there. And it wasn't that many people there. It was probably like 10 people, but I did it. And uh, I just kept going to like open mics and just um, basically taking the poems that I wrote and putting them to beats. And then ultimately I started writing raps to beats instead of writing like using beats for my poems, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so what, <clears throat> what made you choose the name Soul Food Suede? Ha. Huh. Uh, actually, I got that name in high school. It was, it was awkward. Um, I there's this girl. She had a locker next to mine, and she would always be trying to unlock my locker. But it was weird though, cause her her name was on her locker, so I don't know why. And every day I would just like talk to her, and she was like, "You smooth." Like she literally was like, "You smooth." Like. I'm gonna call you Suede. And she called me, like, she said I was smooth because I actually asked her to homecoming, like, just for no reason. And, like, she was like, yeah, because she was an upperclassman. I was probably, like, a freshman. She was, like, a senior or something crazy like that. And uh, she just started calling me Suede because she was like, you smooth as butter. Like, she would literally say that. And so I was like, what is, like, Suede? Smooth. Oh, like, I can't think of nothing. I'm like, okay, soul food soul food like I don't know like I literally just came up with it I like out of nowhere one day and I was like wow genius I did it that's it yeah yeah pretty much I got my name from just being so like chill I guess just so it's like no that's that's tight it, it made me hella curious whenever uh whenever I had first heard you because I came on to you because of um one mic stand and yeah. they're over here like Oh, next up is Soul Food Suede. And I was like, damn, that's too clean. Like, okay. every single person I've told that I was going to have you on the show, they're just like, oh, I got to check I gotta check them out. I was like, their name is tight. Like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, so whenever you whenever you started um, wanting to, like, actually, like, record and start putting out music, like, what did that look like? What were, what were the first steps that you needed to take to be able to do that? Well, I mean, like, that actually came from one mic stand. I, uh... I went, like, you know what I'm saying? I did, like, would do my poems to music at that, like, at this little open mic in Westport. Well, somebody, like, my friends are poets, obviously, because I was a poet, and they would go to one mic stand. And I was like, I'm going to go, and I'm going to come do, like, a rap. I had finally wrote, like, a rap, but there was no beat or nothing. And I went to one mic stand, and um, I just... Wrapped the rap 
with no beat in front of everybody and they were just like bro like that's bars and then after that i got literally i would go back all the time and just rap these raps with no music and um i got like people were just like i got this beat like come rap on this beat and i went to like a little mini studio session it was like in somebody's house and they just had a mic an interface and a computer and it was really recorded and i was like i could probably do that um so this like lady this lady literally just randomly gave me a macbook for no reason she just gave it to me had a macbook and then i uh I like, used my mom's debit card and I bought a mic off of Amazon. And I just, I set it up in my closet in my room. And I was like, I'm about to make a song. So I literally just started like making music in the closet. But I had already seen my brother do it because uh, my brother would use like Audacity in our basement. And he had just like head, like the mic on the headphones and Audacity. And I would watch him do it. And, uh, I, I did the same thing. I used Audacity, and I had this little mic that I bought off of Amazon. And uh, I just, like, rapped a song. Because I needed, like, some... I wanted to do some songs with music, because everybody at the open mic was doing songs with music. So I was like, I want to do it with some music. So I just I just started doing it, and it just went up from there. So did you start making your own beats, or were you just uh, taking the beats that other people were supplying and then well, writing Well, I had, to uh, my first, like, two songs, they were just, like, random beats I found, like, literally just random beats, and I did them. But I had always loved making my own beats, because when I got my MacBook, you know, they come, like, preloaded with GarageBand. So I would be on GarageBand just, like, playing around. And um, actually, my sophomore year of high school, I left high school and went to college. So I didn't, I don't really like school. So I was like, man, like, I don't want to go to no more school. Like, no, I don't want to go to college. What do I, what am I even going to do? And I'm a sophomore. I don't know what I want to do with my life. And I found out I was literally about to drop out of school. I was about to drop out of school because I was just taking like the prerequisite classes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my academic advisor was like, you, like, we know you like music. Why don't you do? music production and i was like what there's like a you can go to school for like learning how to do music but also i was like can't nobody teach me how to do music like i'm good at it already but i took um audio engineering midi music production and i was like whoa like making beats this changed the whole game so my whole like the whole time i was like 15 16 i was at college learning how to make beats and um Man, I literally just was making beats. And um, I actually got this song. It's called Female Foreign Body. It's the first beat I made in college. Because before, I would just make, like, little basic garage band beats, like, with the loops and just kind of throw stuff together. But I started really getting into, like, making beats. And my um, EP Green, I actually made every beat on there. Okay, and it was all garage band beats, too. Like, no other, like app or nothing it was garage band beats that i just like threw together and uh then i just started like getting more into the technical side of making beats in school and i was just like i make beats now like it really just started progressing my entire like music everything just started progressing just from school pretty much yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What were some of like the struggles whenever you were first starting out? Like, it seems like having the equipment was definitely um, <clears throat> a big push in your career. 
but what were some of the other struggles like whenever you first started being like okay i want to i want to get out into the world and like really show people my music uh i would say some of the struggles is were um i'm a perfectionist like i really like everything to just be right and like I would hear the songs that other people were making and their voices sounded like really good on their um, like tracks and stuff. But like, obviously I didn't have an interface or anything. And so I was just, it just sounded so like scratchy and I didn't know how to mix. I didn't know how to do nothing. And it was just me. I'm obviously I'm antisocial, I ain't got no friends. I don't know who, none of my friends make music. So nobody else can like mix my music. So like the struggles was just like me like even liking the music that I was making because I just was like this don't sound like what I hear on the radio like this is not right and then like uh more struggles probably would just was like just finding people to listen to my music because I don't really talk to people so it's really hard to promote my music when I don't talk to people and I also have like immense stage fright like I have social fright like I get like stressed out and I have to talk to people. And um, so like just going to the open mics and like actually being able to get on the stage and not be scared to have my voice shaking and delivering my music was definitely a struggle. Cause it was like, y'all, I promise like I'm really dope, but I get on the stage and my voice start like shaking. So that was, that was a big struggle. Just like stepping out of my comfort zone and yeah. really doing it. How do you, like, what are some of the ways that you, like, overcame that, like, social anxiety of having to, like, perform in front of people? Do you think it was just, like, consistently, have, like, making yourself do it? Or was there something mentally that just kind of, like, clicked? Yeah, I think it was a mental click. Because I had to think about, like, why I was so, like, scared to do that. But I realized, I was just like, ah, oh, what if they hate it? What if I hate it? What if I mess up, mess my words up? What if my bars aren't as good as I think they are? But, like, every time I would, like go to open mics and stuff, people would just be like, God, oh, like, you're so dope, da, da, da. And I was like, okay, maybe it's, like, if they're saying that this is as good as, it, like, they're saying, then, like, maybe it's fine and I don't have to worry about it. So I think that, uh, that it, like, clicked where I was just like, okay, maybe I am doing okay. <laughs> so uh, that pretty much, um, and then people kind of just bring themselves to me, so that kind of makes it easier for me to, like, actually communicate <laughs> so that that definitely helped out a lot other people not being scared to talk to me yeah yeah so you said it was pretty hard to like promote yourself <clears throat> with you being um a little bit antisocial, a little bit nervous to talk to people like what are some of the ways that you overcame that or like what are some of the ways that you like decided to promote yourself that didn't necessarily require so much um, um well i mean like one mic stand was definitely really good at just like like forcefully promoting people. It's crazy. It was like unintentionally forcefully promoting. Like I would go do the open mics and I would do them every week and like they, the open mics started getting bigger so more people like would see me and I actually my first show I ever did it was uh, at Club 906 and literally I got off the stage at one mic stand from performing and a guy, uh, his name was Tyler, he was just like, I want you to come do this show. And boom, I just got booked for a show. 
and he was scouting for artists and I was the one artist that he chose from the open mic and then I went and did that show and then I met more new people I didn't know and then I got booked for more shows so it pretty much like like I kind of it just the more shows I did I didn't really have to promote myself it just kind of like people would be like who is this person and then that happened because I also have like a pretty distinct look um I dye my I used to dye my hair a different color every month um so uh, and I also have like tattoos and piercings so people will automatically just like be drawn towards me so I kind of have more like appearance promoting because people want to find out more about me just from the cowhouse look so that kind of helped out as a promotion type yeah yeah so whenever you whenever you started like writing poetry and, and making music like what were what were some of the things that you were really trying to to say with that I was just trying to like I just feel like like growing up I wasn't like bullied or anything but then nobody take me serious and like I did not get the recognition that I feel like I should have gotten even for like simple things like I just feel like I was like overlooked a lot and so my first like raps were just like letting people know like I'm out here and I'm dope and I'm like dopest female rapper in the entire world and like everybody's finna know this like like I just that kind of just yeah it was just like you trying to trying to get the respect that you deserved yeah like I was just like like how I don't know how else and then I, I rap with my brother and so it's like a bunch of dudes so I would always have to like earn my respect in the room like and just be like I'm here too like I'm not just don't overlook me like I'm here so that is pretty much me just trying to like earn my respect and like show people like I really got something to contribute to life you just like look yeah do you think that's something that's been a struggle is being a female artist and having people actually pay attention to you very much so it is a struggle because I mean just a lot of artists that are like on right now are just like like they're just not like specifically to our city but just like in general a lot of artists that were like coming up around the time that I was like starting to rap were just like gangster and like hardcore and like everybody was just like yes like this is what we want to do this is the wave and I was just like oh this is going to be hard because I'm not really like that gangster and that hardcore but when I am people don't respect it because I'm just like this little like girl and so that was was madness yeah yeah I feel like in in recent years and we've definitely like a lot more female artists have been have been coming up in the rap game definitely Um, and it's so crazy it makes me, I'm so excited. It literally makes me so happy to see female artists getting like recognition. Cause female artists been cold. Like I don't really listen to her too much now, but like Nicki Minaj was definitely a person. I was like, she was really the only female artist in the game. Like for, for a, long a minute, time. yeah. And like that was it. And it was just Nicki. And like obviously, you know, like the old artists, like. I'm not gonna say oh, but like you know the ones that was already like up there like Queen Latifah and like, like um, and Dej Love and people yeah, like that. Yeah, which is so funny. Everybody always compare me with Dej Love, <laughs> but I didn't really 